0: News Source One, Missyana. News and headlines the way you want in the morning. This is News to Go, your morning show focusing on the top stories from various news outlets. Also available via Ryanca Podcast app.
1: News Nation this hour, I'm James Sears. A single winning Powerball ticket was sold in California ahead of last night's big drawing. The jackpot soared to a whopping $699 million due to final ticket sales, with a cash option of nearly $500 million. President Biden heads to Michigan today to boost support for his stalled infrastructure plan. He'll explain how the money will be spent, while also pushing to get a much larger spending bill passed. House vote on that was delayed last week. Meanwhile, Biden issued a stark warning yesterday that if Congress fails to raise the nation's debt ceiling, it could have a devastating impact impact on the American people. Rashad Hudson reports from Washington. President Biden returned to the White House Monday with a
2: speech slamming Republicans for refusing to help Democrats raise the nation's debt limit. Just get out of the way.
3: If you don't want to help save the country. Get out of the way so you don't destroy it.
2: The president says raising the country's debt limit would pay for past debts and blame the Trump administration for running up the bill.
1: Senators will have another chance to vote on suspending the debt ceiling on Wednesday. A Facebook whistleblower is set to testify before a Senate subcommittee today. Frances Hogan is behind a major leak of internal documents. The former producer-manager claims the social media giant put profit over safety. The hearing will focus on Facebook's impact on children. Seven decades after her death, the family of Henrietta Lacks is suing a pharmaceutical company, Thermo Fisher Scientific, for taking her cells without her consent. Doctors at Johns Hopkins Hospital took the cells from Lacks in 1951 as she fought cervical cancer. They became the first human cells to be successfully cloned and were used to advance a range of medical breakthroughs including vaccines, cancer treatment, and AIDS research. HeLa cells are still being used today and were the subject of a best-selling book. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump.
3: You see what happened at Johns Hopkins was not something that was unique. It was something common practice to experiment with black people as lab rats.
1: Johns Hopkins Hospital says it didn't know the cells were taken and used for research until many years later. And Delta is now the only major airline not requiring employees to be vaccinated against COVID-19. American and Southwest announced over the weekend that it will be implementing a mandate joining United. Nearly 85% of Delta's workforce is now vaccinated. Buy NewsNation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and on the NewsNation Now app, I'm James Sears. <laughs>
2: Black Information Network. This is the BIM Daily
3: Update. I'm Esther Dillard. And I'm Doug Davis on so your home for 24-7 news, the Black Information Network.
4: Self-regulation within big social media companies is not working. That's what White House Press Secretary Jen Saki said recently.
5: Our effort is going to be continue to support fundamental reforms, efforts to address these issues. Obviously, that would be up to the purview of Congress.
4: She was pressed about Facebook whistleblower Frances Haugen dishing dirt on her former company on CBS's 60 Minutes. Saki called it the latest in a series of revelations about social media platforms. Haugen used to work as a product manager at Facebook.
3: Advisors to former President Trump worked to stop him from announcing another run this summer. The Washington Post says Trump began talking with those close to him in August about launching a bid for the White House in 2024. That's the same month Afghanistan fell to the Taliban, but the paper says advisors gave multiple reasons why he should wait. They include Democrats framing next year's election around Trump making a run for his old job.
4: A black man is suing an organization that helps the disabled for discrimination and retaliating against him after he complained. The BIN's Kevin Brown has the details.
6: The U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission filed a lawsuit on behalf of Brian Wheels against Skillskin, a nonprofit focused on disabilities and employment that operates in Washington, Montana, Oklahoma, and Wyoming. The EEOC says Wheels claims he was called racial slurs by Skillskin's employees. Wheel says when he complained, the program assigned him to work directly with a coworker and supervisor who were harassing him. Skillskins continued to ignore Wheel's complaints and then fired him despite his multiple years of service. The EEOC says the organization violated Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of nineteen sixty-four, which protects employees from race discrimination, including harassment and retaliation in the workplace. For the Black Information Network, I'm Kevin Brown.
3: An African American Federal Judge said she didn't buy the argued comparison of civil demonstrations against racial inequality to the January sixth Capitol insurrection. DC District Court Judge Tanya Chutkin made the statement when sentencing Matthew Mizoko of Texas, who pled guilty to being part of the January sixth attack on the U.S. Capitol.
4: I'm Esther Dillard, along with Doug Davis on your home for twenty four seven news, the Black Information Network. Now here's Morgan Wood with the Healthy Minute. October is breast cancer awareness month. And Victoria's Secret is teaming up
0: with British designer Stella McCartney for its first ever mastectomy bra. The wire-free bra that contains pockets for prosthetics debuted days ago at the start of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. In a statement, Victoria's Secret's chief marketing officer said they want to encourage younger women to self-check. The soft microfabric and lace bra comes in black and champagne and was designed in partnership with the Stella McCartney Cares Foundation, which advocates for early detection of breast cancer. 100% of sales this month will be donated to the Victoria's Secret Global Fund for Women's Cancers. Health experts recommend early screening for breast cancer, adding that nearly 13% of women in the U.S. will be diagnosed with breast cancer at some point. But exercising regularly can lower your chances. That's your Healthy Minutes. I'm Morgan Wood on the Black Information Network.
7: This episode is brought to you by Amazon Ads. With Amazon Ads, take your brand to more places and meet your audience in their moment. Find space on live sports and Twitch tournaments. Show up in the soundtrack to their hit workout. Stream along with whatever they're watching. And even pop up for the Bookworm's next bestseller. Thanks to touch points across streaming, gaming, audio, and more, you can build your brand alongside their passions. Amazon Ads, your brand, their world.
2: This episode is brought to you by Hulu. If you love an investigative thriller, don't miss Hulu's new original series, Dope Sick, from executive producer Danny Strong and starring Michael Keaton. Discover how one company triggered the worst drug epidemic in American history and then tried to cover it up. See how it all began in the boardrooms of Big Pharma, ravaged small-town America, and made its way to the DEA. Stream Dopesick on October 13th, only on Hulu.
0: This
7: episode is brought to you by Braze. If you've ever felt compelled to design by a message from Canva, had your spirits lifted with a reward from Wine.com, or discovered new sounds from a SoundCloud alert, then you've experienced the power of Braze. Leading brands use Braze to engage with over 3.3 billion active global users each month. Stop marketing and start connecting with Braze. Learn more at Braze.com. That's
5: B-R-A-Z-E ecom
6: I'm Mike Stevens.
5: And I'm Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. 3-5,
8: 3 inside Jefferson Hospital.
6: they an active shooter. That's a 911 dispatcher in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. high alert after reports of a shooting inside Thomas Jefferson Hospital. Black Police Chief Danielle Outlaw telling reporters the shooter had an AR-15 assault rifle and was wearing body armor when he shot and killed a hospital co-worker.
0: We do believe that that other employee was targeted. The reasons why at this point, we still don't know and they're unclear.
6: Chief Outlaw says officers chased the 55-year-old gunman and were able to get him into custody, but two cops were wounded in the process. They are expected to be okay. What led to the shooting? Not clear.
5: A tragic gunshot death made even more so by the freak accident way it happened. A Georgia black woman was killed when her neighbor accidentally fired a bullet through the shared wall in their apartment building hitting her in the head as she slept. 36-year-old Carlitha Foley was an actress who had been in several independent films. Her family has set up a GoFundMe to help with her funeral expenses and to support her 17-year-old son who found his mother unresponsive in bed and called 911. The son said his mom was his hero. The neighbor says he was cleaning his gun and forgot a bullet was in the chamber when it discharged. He is charged with involuntary manslaughter. Remember this controversy? I've decided to
0: decline the offer of tenure. I will not be teaching on the faculty of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill.
6: That was black college professor and award-winning journalist Nicole Hannah-Jones several months ago telling black CBS News news anchor Gail King she was not going to accept a lifelong position at UNC Chapel Hill after she was first denied tenure and then offered it after a backlash of bad publicity against the school well now the American Association of University Professors a national organization of faculty is investigating the pattern of what it calls persistent structural racism in the UNC system especially at that particular school including the mishandling of the Nicole Hannah Jones tenure case she ended up up taking a similar position at HBCU Howard University in Washington, D.C.
5: Baltimore, Maryland's mayor, African-American Brandon Scott, has COVID. He is self-isolating after testing positive. His office says he has no symptoms and is feeling fine. A spokesman says the mayor regularly gets tested and results came back positive a few days ago. Mayor Scott was vaccinated against the virus, but the breakthrough cases are common. However, doctors say those who are vaccinated normally have less severe symptoms.
6: She's black, and she's leading one of Amazon's most important initiatives this year. Charlene Kigbo heads up sales and development at Amazon's Black Business Accelerator, a program to help black entrepreneurs thrive on the e-commerce site. She says she wants to use the site to attract and engage with black-owned sellers to help them be successful. For more on these stories and international, national, state, and local news affecting the black community, listen to the Black Information Network on the Radio app or log on to BINnews.com. I'm Mike Stevens with Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network.
2: This episode is brought to you by Saks Fifth Avenue. This fall, check out what's new and fresh with the world's top designers at Saks.com. You can go all out in brands like Amiri or Casablanca, find new denim from Purple Brand and Rag and & Bone, and elevate your sneaker collection with Gucci and Balenciaga. Plus, you'll get free shipping and free returns. Whatever the new normal looks like this fall, there are new looks for it on Saks.com. That's S-A-K-S dot this episode is brought to you by WinBet Sportsbook and Casino. WinBet is live in Michigan, and they have what you need to win. Just download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and enter the promo code SPOTIFY to get up to $1,000 toward a risk-free sports bet. Download bet, win. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in Michigan. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117.
7: We bet there's a pretty good chance that as you're listening to this, you're also at a screen. And if you aren't now, we bet 100% that you will be at some point today. Because screens are just part of our lives. But staring at screens can make your eyes feel dry and irritated. So that's where BioTrue Hydration Boost Eye Drops come in for some instant moisture. BioTrue uses naturally inspired ingredients. An electrolyte, antioxidant, hyaluronin.
2: So hey, try BioTrue Eye Drops. your money on the Black Information Network. President Biden is pushing hard for an extension of the federal debt limit.
3: Raising the debt limit comes down to paying what we already owe, what has already been acquired,
2: not anything new. Speaking at the White House, Biden said the refusal of Republicans to agree to an extension is reckless and dangerous. Biden said the debt limit must be increased.
3: The United States is a nation that pays its bills and always has. From its inception, we have never defaulted.
2: Meantime, online retail giant Amazon is rolling out what it calls Black Friday Worthy Deals for its earliest holiday shopping start ever. Amazon says there are deals and deep discounts in all categories including fashion, home, beauty, toys, electronics and its own devices. Holiday savings are now available in the mobile app at Amazon.com slash epic deals or by asking Alexa, where are my deals? Gas prices are the highest they been this year. A recent AAA national average price for regular is up to 3.20 dollars a gallon. Texas has the lowest statewide average at $2.81.7 cents a gallon and California's 4.40.9 is the highest. Money news at 24 and 54 minutes past each hour. I'm Julius White on the Black Information Network.
0: Hey, I am Xolo Maridueña. And I'm Jacob Scott Thomas Bertrand, and this is the Lone Lobos Podcast. Now, some of you guys might know us from the shows we've been on, i.e. Cobra Kai, some of the other ones. But September 21st, we're going to be launching our podcast together. And what are we going to be talking about, Jacob? Unapologetic takes on adulthood, shoot every week, growing up in the industry. Listen to Lone Lobos on the iHeartRadio
3: app, Apple Podcasts, or
0: wherever you get your podcasts.
3: My best friend is an Irish heiress. She was royalty from Ireland. Had
0: a huge inheritance.
2: We're talking $30 million. But it turns out Mayor Smith is actually an international con artist. And police are hunting for her. She's left a trail of devastation in her way. This is not normal to be outside her place. I would rather die than let her get away.
1: Listen to Queen of the Con every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey everyone, it's Megan Trainer.
1: And I'm her big bro, Ryan.
2: (laughs) And we're starting a podcast. It's called Working On It. And we're working on just bettering ourselves overall as human beings. Listen, you're just going to get a behind-the-scenes look at our lives. We're just regular people. Just regular people in Hollywood. (laughs) We're going for it. Episodes drop every Wednesday. And we can't wait for you to listen. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts. And it's easy to see why. Listen to Working On It on the iHeart app or
3: wherever you get your
5: podcasts. Download the BIN Daily Update every morning on the iHeartRadio app.
7: Welcome to 2021 Talks, where we are following our democracy in historic times. There's bipartisan agreement that it's time for accountability to come. And I sincerely hope that Mr. Zuckerberg and the rest of his Facebook colleagues are prepared for what is coming. That warning from Tennessee Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn who invited Facebook whistleblower Francis Haugen to testify before a Senate committee today. Haugen asserts the tech giant puts profits over public benefits and says it should be federally regulated. News recently broke that Facebook concealed data that showed the harmful impacts of social media on kids. The standoff continues over raising the debt limit. We could easily solve this
5: in the next two days uh, and easily do that through allowing Democrats to be the adults in the room, despite the fact that Republicans spent like drunken sailors over the last four years before President Biden took office.
7: White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki reiterated President Joe Biden's calls for Congress to pass a standalone bill to raise the debt ceiling. Republicans want Democrats to use the budget reconciliation process, which Democrats argue is time consuming. A federal default on debt could happen as soon as October 18th which Economic Policy Director at the Bipartisan Policy Center, Shai Akabas, says would have severe ramifications.
1: Investors would be less confident about holding U.S. securities, which could mean rises in interest rates across the economy. It could potentially lead to an economic recession. It could lead to large drops in equity markets. It would likely lead to a credit rating downgrade by credit rating agencies.
7: Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer promised to vote this week. The Biden administration reversed a Trump-era policy that barred clinics that provide abortion referrals from receiving federal funding. The new rule impacts the Title X family planning, which pays for birth control, cancer screenings, and other medical care for low-income patients. Entrepreneur Andrew Yang, who unsuccessfully sought the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination, is becoming an independent. On his podcast Monday, Yang discussed the need for a new political party, calling the current system fundamentally corrupt.
1: A reasonable person can enter and then try their best out, try their hard out, but they'll be there grinding and dialing for dollars. Someone that gives to them is going to represent some corporate interest. That's the way our system is designed. And the best thing we can do right now is to try and clean up our system so that it actually is more responsive to popular will.
7: Yang is known for his support of universal basic income. My body, my body. Hundreds of teachers and activists marched across the Brooklyn Bridge Monday protesting New York City's COVID-19 vaccine mandate for public school employees.
5: This is absolute discrimination and this is the fight for civil rights that we all need to be standing and fighting for today.
7: That's Angela King Stanton, a Republican criminal justice reform advocate who plans to travel to similar events in other states. The mandate was upheld by the Supreme Court. I'm Mary Sherman for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Find our A-Trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy online at publicnewsservice.org. This is News Source 1 Michiana, Elkhart South Bend.
9: Here are some October Halloween events happening in Elkhart County as we're in the Plymouth County. We have The Trunk Retreat on October 16th from 12 to 2 p.m. Downtown Elkhart Island Park. Mishawaka Parks is having a Trunk Retreat on October 23rd from 5 to 7 p.m. And the Trunk Retreat on October 28th in Elkhart will be at the Elkhart Excel Center from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. Elkhart Excel Center is directly across the street from Kroger's on Hively. We also have the Pinewood Walk through their park. On October 23rd from 5 to 8 p.m. And the address for that is 3499 Newton Drive here in Elkhart. We have some other events happening. We have trick-or-treating on October 30th in the following cities and counties. Middlebury will be trick-or-treating from 5 to 7 p.m. Milford from 6 to 8 p.m. Warsaw, 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. In Bremen, 5 to 7 p.m. October 31st, the city of Elkhart will had trick or treating from 6 to 8 p.m. LaGrange, 5 to 7 p.m. Plymouth, 5 to 7 p.m. And North Liberty, 4 to 6 p.m. Hope you enjoy some of these exciting Halloween events that are happening in the month of October. (laughs) Have a wonderful day and take care and be safe.
8: Greetings, I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church, and welcome to our final week of daily devotions in the letter of the Apostle James. David Pallison wrote, "Prayer is meant to be the conversation where your life and your God meet." God knows our frame; He remembers that we are dust, which is why He made prayer in such a way that even the weakest of us can make use of it as we meet life's challenges. And that is what the Apostle James is teaching us in the conclusion of his letter. And we're going to be looking at verses 13 to 15 in chapter 5. James writes, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick sick. And the Lord will raise him up. Now we learned about how we are to go to God in prayer when we are suffering. Because our religion reveals to us the only God who is not immune to suffering. Because the Son of God, Jesus, went to the cross. And now James says that the person who is sick should call for the elders of the church. And they should pray over that person and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Now, the Greek word James uses here does not necessarily refer to physical sickness, but it would include troubles like serious depression. This kind of sickness or weakness James is referring to is no trivial matter. James says it requires the attention of the elders. There are times in the lives of church members when they should call the elders. These elders are to anoint with oil, and the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick. And interestingly, James uses a different word here. That speaks to those who have grown weary. And James says the prayer of faith will save this person. And the Lord will raise them up. We practice this, this anointing with oil and praying for people at our church. And I have been privileged to anoint sick believers and watch God work. Now, there's actually very little in the New Testament regarding the anointing with oil. There's only one other mention of oil being used in healing and that's in Mark 6.13. The Old Testament uses primarily have to do with the consecration of people or things for the Lord's purposes. But I want us to notice in this passage that the anointing with oil is not of primary importance to James. James does not say that the anointing of oil will save the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. No, it's the prayer of faith. The oil doesn't heal. God does the healing. Now, it's important for us to refute the idea that that we're guaranteed healing if we have just enough faith. There are some folks who look at this verse and they say, if you're not healed, it's your fault because you don't have enough faith. And you can imagine the message that this sends to people who are suffering great afflictions. The dejection many folks face who fall for this improper understanding of faith is tragic. You see, God does not always answer our prayers for healing. Consider the Apostle Paul whose thorn in his side was not removed, despite three times him pleading with God to do it. More, notice that James says it is the prayer of faith of God's appointed elders. We can all pray, and we should, but God sets apart the prayers of his chosen leaders as unique for times of crisis. Okay, Joel, but how do you help a person... God doesn't help who doesn't understand why God doesn't help them well first my friend I point them to Christ Hebrews 5 7 & 9 says during the days of Jesus life on earth he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death and he was heard because of his reverent submission son though he was he learned obedience from what he suffered and once made perfect He became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey Him. This is a picture of Jesus in the garden on the night He was betrayed. Christ sees what faces Him, and He prays to His Father three times, Take this cup from Me. Jesus doesn't want to be forsaken by the Father who He has fellowshiped with for all of eternity. If the Father denied the prayer of His only Son, the apple of His eye, who he loved with all his being, who had never done anything that wasn't an act of complete love? If Father God said that it was better for his son Jesus to suffer than to answer his prayer of faith, then why should we think that we're guaranteed to have all our prayers answered? Actually, I think James would say this fails the test of gospel humility. A second thing I would remind them of is that James says God will raise them up. This is actually resurrection language. There is a sense that God the Father did answer Jesus' prayer by raising him up from the dead. And God promises new bodies in a perfect world one day for all who believe in the Son that he raised from the dead. I'll be the first to admit that it is one of the hardest things in the world to see someone suffer and not have their prayers answered. But we are called to trust that our God, our Heavenly Father, knows what is best for his children. And at the same time, we never stop asking. First, because it moves us closer to God. And secondly, we will be surprised at how many prayers God does answer when we simply start asking. My friend, our prayers are in fact powerful instruments that God uses to bring deliverance. Remember who you are and who you belong to.